0: This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by Rock sponsor Subsplash. Subsplash is a technology company that provides software solutions for churches and nonprofit organizations. Connect with Subsplash today at rockrms.com slash sponsors. Welcome to a special edition of RockCast, the podcast where we take you behind the scenes with Spark Development Network and introduce you to some of our best friends and family and catch you up on things going on in the life of Rock. So we have a very special guest with us today. Who is that? John, our special guest is someone that has been around for a while in this community He works currently at Shepherd Church. He's been a Hall of Famer for a long time, and he's very familiar to people both on stage now from the conferences and in Rocket Chat. It's Daniel Hazel Baker.
1: Is that why Daniel Hazel Baker's in the room? Unfortunately, it is. Yeah. You're really (laughs) looking forward to this, aren't you? I cannot tell you how much I've been looking forward to this. And that's why we did not tell you that this was going down. In fact, you just found out yesterday, I think.
0: We probably shouldn't have slipped it. As early as yesterday.
1: Mm, Right. So you're very well prepared for this.
2: Uh, Yes, I'm about as prepared as this as I am for anything.
1: Okay, well, that's good.
2: So you've been around the community forever, like Emily said.
1: And in fact, I think we've all been working together even back before rock was a thing. It it really started in the arena community. Yep. So before
2: Shepard, where were you at? Uh, Before Shepherd, I was at High Desert Church um, for about fifteen years, and that was quite a long stint.
1: Yeah, and that was also so. High Desert was on Arena. Shepherd was on Arena. We were on Arena at one point. Yeah, and I think that's where I think that's where the Brock community got its first start was just in a lot of the work of of the Refresh Cash area, and uh, that's where I think the community
2: kind of got its start in birthed, and then out of that grew rock yep that that was definitely the start of our community and time hanging out together yeah and so you guys have been you know especially Shepherd has been
1: on on rock and, and pushing to get on rock from the very beginning Shepherd is one of those like couple churches that really helped us get it started you know Southeast mm-hmm. Shepherd um, of course New spring CCV those were kind of like the founding. Mm -hmm. founding churches so what do you think is different maybe about the rock community versus the the birthing community of of refresh cash
2: uh i mean the size is so much bigger i mean i I would say maybe even 20 times as big as it was back in our refresh cash days um did you ever think it'd be like that no yeah i i mean we we had grand visions of maybe getting 60 people showing up to the meetups and hanging out afterwards and that's uh definitely changed to hey i hope i actually get to see john and nick for a few minutes today at the conference
1: yeah that was kind of like my biggest like disappointment
2: at the conference is
1: like you there's so many people you wanted to connect with i wanted to connect with and i i might have seen them in the hallway but you're oh they were on a mission i was on a mission and it's like you can almost have another three days of just nothing but like just talking
2: yeah
0: it's true. That's one of the reasons we are telling people, hey, come early, stay late, because otherwise it's hard to run into all the people that you want to.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really myself looking forward to that next year, just being able to spend some time chatting with people around tables and not having to rush to different sessions and whatnot.
1: Yeah, especially in those early days. I mean, I really think that whole movement was created out of out of hotel lobby time, right? I mean, there's just so much time we spent in the lobbies talking. Until 2 a.m. Right. I mean, those that... And now, you know, we did that after this conference. We go back to the lobby and there'd be a couple people in the lobby, but there's no way. I mean, you, you, just, you can't get 500 people in the lobby, but you can't at this other renaissance.
0: You could. Renaissance. Yes. So this definitely it's going to be cool. different. It's kind of a going back to the roots then a little bit in a different way, even though it looks like, oh, it's not going to be at a church. That's different. But it kind of goes back to where it all came from anyway.
1: Yeah. I mean, those are just really special times just hanging out in the lobby and just sharing ideas and some people would have laptops in the corner being working on things and that was definitely cool. And and it's definitely gonna be amplifying that in that lobby because that's not like that's not the Hampton Inn lobby. That's a right. very <laughs> nice, huge, tall lobby.
0: Yes, it is. So Daniel, I think I ran into you in person for the first time at the Bel Air conference in um California. I think in so twenty sixteen. Yeah. Were you at the conference in 2015 at CCV?
2: I think I was. The, this year was my fifth conference. So, yes, Virginia. you were at that.
0: So, in that conference, we had, I think, like 90 some people.
2: Yeah. And it was
0: very,
1: it was all in like this little teeny tight space. I think there's only like two rooms, right? There's like they two, were two and they're right next to each yep. other.
0: And we could hardly get enough people to go into the second room. Right. It was kind of a wild experience,
1: and the worst part about that conference is we had to do almost all the speaking. It was, it was literally like I think we had like eight or nine sessions each, and who wants to talk that much? I mean that, and that's what I love about this conference. It's getting more and more, more and more, and bigger and bigger, and we get to do less and less, and you get so much more diversity and ideas, and I just think
2: that's great. Yeah, it, it's been fun for me seeing. You guys do less, not because I don't want to see you do as much, but just seeing other people stepping up to take all those Mm -hmm. positions and Mm -hmm. fill all those slots that need to be, you know, have information provided. Yeah.
0: We keep combing through the post conference feedback. And that's one of the things everyone's saying. It's so incredible that the community is providing all this valuable content and helping each other out. Yeah. And that the other comment that's most prevalent is, I want more time to hang out in the hallways and connect with people. So it's interesting that, you know, that it, we need some universal. bigger hallways. <laughs>
1: well, the hallways at this place are huge. Yes, They're like they are. probably 40, 50 feet wide. Yeah. It's made for that. Nice. That's that'll, what I That'll mean. be fun. Yeah. I mean, we're really going to an event location that it's made for doing what we want and and churches have been great i wish we could keep doing it there but we just have outgrown the facility needs for the conference when you think about all those breakouts and the vendor area and the food eating area it's just
2: even big churches don't have all the spaces that we need and yeah we we were even talking about that before this last conference if we could host one i was like we're not sure we could like Mm -hmm. Just dealing with all the breakout rooms, mm-hmm. the eating room, and everything. We don't know that we'd have enough space to do it all at once. Right.
0: And there's so much value in recording all of the different breakouts yes. that we can't abandon that. And that's really one of those things that makes it hard to accommodate as we grow.
2: Yeah, that, that is one of my favorite things after the conference is spending the next few months slowly going over and watching all the sessions and learning just all the smallest tidbits that I just had never known myself. How mm-hmm. do you
0: feel about watching your own sessions? Uh, it's like
2: watching a... Hitting a car and going <laughs> off a cliff, but I, you just got to do it. I agree.
0: I completely agree. <laughs> That's a great analogy. <laughs> I
1: really feel like anybody who enjoys that it might be a little different. <laughs> Definitely different than me. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: I don't know. So, Daniel, we have had the opportunity to work closely with you on a variety of projects over time, and you've really helped extend what the core team can do in a lot of ways. Um, and recently we've been working on a project with you that's been exciting. It's been, I mean, we've kind of had to keep it secret, right? So you were kind of in the secret ops, uh, team here of what was going on pre-conference, but it's one of the most asked for things. It's one of the most Mm -hmm. important things, I think, initiatives of the year. And, um, you've put a lot of work into helping us move that forward. What can you tell us about the work that you've been doing on rock mobile?
2: Oh gosh. Um, and you can say anything now. It's it's exciting for me to work on something with very clear direction. So I've been very thankful to John to have provided that, you know, concrete. This is what we're going for. This is what everything should look like. That's been really helpful. Um, it's a it's an interesting project because it's it's involves so many new technologies that I've never worked with before. So it's been a lot of ability to learn new things, um, uh, practice with new technologies, even different platforms of uh, between Mac and Windows, having to go back and forth to test things. Um, really looking forward to eventually being able to put that version one stamp on it and saying you know it, it's it's ready for production use. Doesn't mm-hmm. have all your features yet, like you know Rock was in the start, but mm-hmm. you can actually use it now. Um, so that'll be an exciting feet once we were uh, able to put that rubber stamp on and start on version two. Right.
0: So that's interesting that you mentioned you had to learn a lot of new technologies. I think that's a challenge for everyone in our community. And I think maybe some people look at you and think, oh, Daniel knows it all. And they kind of opt themselves out of the category of people that could, you know, um, achieve big things and go places with rock because they don't know it all. Um, But I think what you're saying is, well, there's always more to learn. So how do you tackle learning new technologies?
2: Um, I feel like I'm a little bit odd in that way. I have, at least it seems to me, a really good memory when I'm reminded of something. When something will trigger that memory, I can remember a lot. But if it's just kind of free recall, like I need to remember how to do something, it'll take me hours to remember it. So that tends to work well with programming because I'm constantly being reminded as I go through stuff. Um, But a lot of it is, for me, just reading. Um, When I started this project for the mobile, I spent probably about a week just all day long reading through all the Microsoft Xamarin documentation, kind of treating it like it was a novel, just start to finish, read the whole thing. Um, Then as we were actually developing it I would hit something go oh I think I read something about that in this part of the book go find it Um, and some of the same I try to do with the rock documentation that's been a while since I've taken the time to read through all of it like just go through it get a feeling for okay this is kind of what it can do and then I can remember to go back and find that specific page and refresh my memory on how to do it.
0: So that familiarity with information taking it all in up front um, yeah sounds like a big time investment but you're saying it really pays out
2: it it really pays out well for me um, I do enjoy learning but not so much staring at a screen all day and reading but it, it is part of the job
0: sometimes you do what you got to do yeah interesting
1: when I think too like you said you kind of as you're learning new technology, you kinda of have to stay high level, like and read and skim across a lot. But then you also have to need to go deep on things. And it may not make sense in that moment, but later it comes back. It's like, oh, yep.
2: Yeah, the, there are sometimes pages later in the documentation I go, Oh, that's what that was talking about and referring to, and mm-hmm. finally having it click. I remember when I
1: came out of college too. I just I would read every trade journal out there and back then there were these things called trade journals. It, it was it, also com- this thing called paper. It, yeah, and it was on printed on this thing, new technology called paper. <laughs> and I subscribed to all of them, and they'd come out weekly. And They're like a tabloid-sized thing, and I would just read them from cover to cover. And I had to understand about zero of it, because I was not at school. I didn't know what like Lotus Dominoes was. like, And I didn't need it for my job, but later, after reading and reading and reading, I could Hold a conversation with people and like, oh yeah, I know it. Domino is. thats like a web server that you can run on the way, on the mainframe. Or I thought that was pizza. Yeah, <laughs> it was a little confusing at first for me too. I'm like, is this a pizza or is this a technology? But it was just such a a gift later to have that breadth of knowledge, even though I literally knew nothing about what I was reading. Um, but you just you keep reading it over time, and it, it, yeah. it gets useful.
0: So you live in California and you work at Shepherd. Um, with Jeremy Hoff who's also been uh, very helpful and influential with the Spark team. He's on the board Mm -hmm. um, and he is excited about mobile technology as well and you've been working on that with his blessing and Shepard's really put a lot of momentum behind what we're doing. What other kinds of things do you do for Shepard?
2: Kind of a Jack of all trades, just doing whatever needs to be done. uh, Rock related, Um, sometimes helping with general IT things. uh, Just because I've I've been doing IT type stuff since I was fifteen. So, you know, it was before Windows that I was you know messing with computers and working on them. Um, So I've just accumulated a lot of knowledge. A lot of it useless, but a lot of computer knowledge that's been it it's been good to have to be able to throw in ideas to the other IT folks on the team and say, well what if we tried something like this? Would that solve that problem? Um but as far as rock goes, a lot of uh uh like tweaking the websites to you know get it exactly how they want it. They're able to get it really close, but they can't figure out that one last, you know, JavaScript or maybe it's a custom block that needs to be written piece. Um but it's it's a little hard to say because this year has been like six months of mobile development. and
0: I know, and we're so thankful. Thank you, Shepard.
2: So you also make a
1: lot of plugins. What's your what's your favorite plugin that you have out there?
0: My favorite
2: prog- plugin is probably the project management. Um, yeah, that's getting a lot of traction. I, I, I've heard from so many people how it's been helpful to them, which is really great to hear. Um, both as the plugin author and just as a person, I wrote it. Primarily for me, because I needed something that worked the way my brain works. Uh, and most systems out there don't work the way my brain works. Um, and or, you know, they're completely outside of rock. And now we got to get our staff to use rock and this other system. We want something all in one. Um, so, you know, spent some time writing it up and it's like, man, eh, it's probably going to be useful to a couple other churches. And it's ended up being... More useful than I thought it would be. Are there any new features coming to that one, or uh, there's nothing major coming? There's a few, uh, few small tweaks. Um, uh, at some point, would like to get uh, a um, kind of a calendar view of upcoming due dates and everything. Um, that's been a that's been requested a few times by different churches and. It's on my list, but I've just been trying to figure out how to present that without it ending up being this giant calendar that doesn't actually help. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. well, I know you, you know you've jumped right into the community from the very beginning, but if there's someone else out there who you know there's there's so many other ways to get connected without having to be a developer. I think that's one of the misconceptions that we're trying to steer through. But if someone's out there and they're brand new how how would you would you give me recommendations on how to get started?
2: Uh, how to get started being involved? Mm-hmm. Um, they
1: want to be a rock star. Maybe they
2: see that that term and they want to become that. For me, the best way for me to be involved is is helping other people answer questions. Mm-hmm. Um, even if I don't know the answer, it's a way for me to learn that piece of the system because I have to go, you know, pull up that page, look it over, look at the settings. Um, when I remember, go read the documentation about that page, You know, figure out what they're seeing, why it's not working the way they expect it, and then build a report back. Um, so even just trying to answer questions is a great way for me to both help the community and help myself grow and learn the new features of Rock. Um, I think that's a it,
1: great reminder because... I find the same thing. I think people, when they see you and Jim and, and whoever answer a question, they I think they might assume that you knew the answer. Mm-hmm. And in almost all the cases for me, and maybe I'm just different and not so so smart, but when I'm on a call and I'm answering people's questions, I have Rock open. I'm looking at block settings. I'm I'm playing with it right there because you can't keep that in, in your head. You're just trying to yeah, there, figure there, the puzzle out. Yeah,
2: there's so many changes to Rock, which are great. That I I found myself, I'll answer something because, oh, that's what it was two weeks ago. And then Jim or somebody else will hop and say, no, actually, it's different now. It's this. I'm like, oh, I I haven't had a chance to even learn that that changed yet. Um, okay, so that's another great reminder
1: that even the Hall of Famers get it wrong. And that's okay. Yeah, like, we're all right. learning. There's no, I think yeah. sometimes we're afraid of, like, getting it wrong. And I've been so wrong on on things and. Some of the things I'm wrong on is stuff that I even wrote, <laughs> so it's like,
2: yeah. you know, that's embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, Jim and I were sitting together during um, during the Rockstar meeting uh, when something was mentioned about the new uh, like group scheduling or something like that, and we're both like, really? That's that's in Rock. We didn't even know that was coming. I mean, is like, you know, in the eight o release or nine o release or something. We're like, oh, we haven't even had a chance to even know that existed, let alone try to learn how to use it. Um, and that's we just we don't have time to learn everything we it people feel like we do because Mm -hmm. we've been around long enough that we've known the earlier versions of rock but there's very little in eight or nine that i've had time to really learn myself yet right and just realize when you see those questions i mean
1: oftentimes you're going to figure it out and then you answer it it's rare that you're just going to start typing the answer is true you know and and that's very approachable for anybody and maybe a little slower in the beginning, but you gotta start somewhere, right? Yeah. I mean, you and Jim and then at one point you and Jim got your first point.
0: That's true. And there's plenty of opportunity, if I'm hearing you correctly, because when new things come out, new features, updates to the way features function, everybody has to learn it. So someone who might be starting new is at the same starting point as the rest of the community.
1: Absolutely. And sometimes there's more than one right answer, right? I, Often. I like to see when there starts to get a threaded discussion going about other options and other ways. And there's such creativity, you know, that you can have in the rock because it's so extensible. You can come at problems with different, from different directions. Yeah. In fact, I think that's one sometimes someone's frustration. Some people get frustrated at me because my answer is always, did depends. You could do it different ways. And I think they just want that one answer. And there's oftentimes not. Just one answer. Yeah, that,
2: that's where that best practices track comes in handy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm always
1: amazed too, like that at conference time, to see some of the stuff that people are doing. I was like, I would never have thought to do it that way. And that's a really cool idea. So,
0: definitely. Well, Daniel, thanks for coming, first of all, and joining the team in the office here for a few days this week and for all the work you've been putting into mobile. Um, and then just for taking the time to share some of the stuff with the community. I know that they love to be able to kind of get inside the minds of the people who are working on the features that they're interested in right now. So thanks for taking that time.
2: You're welcome. I, I tried to get out, but you would not let me. So no, actually, you're welcome anyway. Yes, You got your podcast
1: done. So, you you know, next time you come, you don't have to worry about a surprise. Yes.
0: Um, I mean, <laughs> if we get rave reviews. No. Like if all the comments start coming in, True. bring them back.
2: Right. Don't don't make me hack your server to get rid of those reviews.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: hmm. You can DM me. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Daniel. You're welcome.